Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Happy, happy holidays, Brown Ambition fam. It's Mandra here. As you guys know, Tiff and I are taking a little break before the new year, but we've still got you covered with some of our favorite Brown Ambition moments from 2021. All throughout this month, we're looking back at memorable conversations and breaking down the most important lessons we've learned this year. We can't thank you enough for sticking by us in what has become one of our biggest years for the show ever. So many amazing memories from this year, and I cannot wait to revisit some of them with all of you guys, our beloved BA fam. In this episode, we are breaking down the importance of toughening up. First, are you overwhelmed or just lazy? That's the question social justice leader Tamika D. Mallory posed in a controversial Instagram post this year. It caused all kinds of debate and remains one of our most memorable conversations to date. Then we revisit an inspiring lesson on surviving and thriving through the pandemic with the one and only founders of Double Dutch Aerobics, Sean and Michelle Clark. Y'all are going to love this conversation. I have never wanted to go dust off my old pair of Double Dutch ropes more than after this inspiring conversation with Sean and Michelle. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into this week's throwback episode. Hey, we're back, we're black, we're brown, Mm-mm. ambition. I wish y'all could see me, like when I get the hands going, it's giving it's giving auntie realness. <laughs> yes, and I was just going to say, you are extra chocolatey today. I'm seeing like the monochrome lip happening. You're kind of blurry, but I feel like you have a little bit of bronzer on your eyelid. I don't know. I don't, surprisingly, I literally woke up like this. I have not even washed my face today. This is... Oh, shut up. I take it back. <laughs> But you look gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, I put a beautiful. lip on. I was like, did you wash your face today, Tiffany? I'm like, you know what? I did not. Oh, I woke up and I, I was took sorry. off my acne patch at the last minute. So I was like, they're probably going to be able to see it. That's where I'm at today. Happy Brown Ambition Wednesday. <laughs> How are you, Mandra? I am a little frazzled, but I'm doing good. I finally, finally, well, I don't even know if I can say finally. It wasn't like something that I was thinking about for a long time, but all of a sudden I just had this epiphany last week. It's time for an admin. It's time for an assistant. And the epiphany you know, you, you, you might- sound like, You sound like you're going to say, it's time for the percolator. You're like, it's uh, time for the time for the- <laughs> It's not the percolator, <laughs> it's a twerkulator. <laughs> no, it's the percolator. Isn't Girl, it the you're showing your age. You're so young. So the original song is time for the percolator. 
So now they change it to the twerculator, whatever they're talking about. But oh. literally, the original song is the percolator. And it's like, do, 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 do. some of y'all dancing to okay. it right now. You're like, it's that slide. Like, you know, you got to do the, <laughs> it's time for the percolate, like side to side. And then you got to do your footwork. Like, it's a, you got me. It's a thing. You got me. Just say, okay, young blood, let me take you aside and teach you something. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> I was y'all, like, twerkulator, a percolator. Some of y'all ain't for 40 and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you need people of all different, you know, ages and backgrounds. Yes. Because look how much more educated I am. <laughs> now you know. Now you will not embarrass yourself at the at the next family function. I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Lord. No, I'm a little I'm a little frazzled, but I I finally I found in a, a wonderful young woman to help me and be my admin and okay. could not have be, been at a better time because it seems like everything has been a little wackadoodle the past mm. week, starting with the fact that somehow I managed to book so I'm going to Atlanta for a thing and okay. I managed to book two flights to Atlanta. No. So one day Two weeks ago, I was like, okay, I finally got details. I'm going to book this flight. And then five days went by and I don't know what, I just forgot that I had done it. Mm. And I was like, oh crap, I got to book this flight. I got to, you know, set my reminder and then I booked another flight. And then I was looking at my calendar and I'm like, why do I have two different options? One, and there are different (laughs) times leaving and different times arriving. Like the brain is just not, you know, where she needs to be. So uh, referral. I have a really great, I don't even know what to call Marisa. Marisa is my, she's someone that I met in my last job and she has mm-hmm. become, I think I've talked about her before. She's sort of like my business budget nista is how I feel. So she and I actually talk every week and we we have both been launching our solo businesses at the same time. And so we just check each other. It's like we we just ended up having these weekly Friday calls and Marisa ended up, I could talk about her all day, but she is this powerhouse professional PR rep. And she is on this mission to give black women opportunities in PR that they may not otherwise have. And we were talking about our sponsor word tune. And, and I really was meaning what we were talking about is how important written communication is. And if you do not have communication skills on point, it can really hurt you. But what so often happens is people who may have the writing skills, they may not have the professional like background or specific jobs in PR to get those opportunities. And they may be wanting to pivot, but it can be hard for them to pivot into that career. So Marisa is basically training and helping people who have those great communication, verbal skills, written skills, but they just need some training and coaching and how to do that in the context of public relations and comms. So anyway, so I was talking to Marisa. So she's like, it's time. And I said, I know it's time. And then she happened to be working with this young woman named Rox. So Hey, Rox, I'm outing you as my assistant, but um, I'm excited because literally before, 15 minutes before we started recording, I, my little brother tech, uh, called me and he's all sound and haggard. And I was like, what's wrong, Alex? Because I'm staying with him in Atlanta because Atlanta is a COVID hellmouth right now. Yeah. And uh, he's like, listen, I got the aches. I got the chills. I'm not. Fe- I'm fatigued. Meanwhile, he has had COVID. He is vaccinated. Mm. So I just to be on the safe side, I'm I'm scrambling. I was I was like, Rocks, I I got something for you. I need a hotel. Mm. And I have never needed to use the app hotels tonight more than (laughs) I need it now. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I would say so here's some here's some unsolicited admin advice. Give it to me, Um, because I know you've been through them. Girl. (laughs) One or two or three or four. Or seven. Or you know, seven. I was, definitely oh, so my team was like, is it you? I'm like, it's not me. I've had a lot of really awesome Are admins. Are you the so, drama? 
<laughs> but <laughs> no, but what I what I learned with admins one, it actually like whatever like gave her like a general name because it's unlikely that rocks will be with you for like the next 20 years. You know, you just never know. It's possible, but you never know. So, you know, my admin's name is her, her real name is Rose, but y'all who've ever emailed me professionally or otherwise, it's always Michelle. Whether I've had admins named Sylvia, Leah, um, Roseanne, Rose, Talatha, um, Candice. I just had so many different admins and, but so either way in, that, in song, that inbox, Rhonda, Sharonda, Sharifa, <laughs> Molly, Vicky, Thomas, about three Kims. <laughs> all right. All right. DMX. No, but for real. Just, so that's always a good idea because it just helps to like with continuity, like, mm. you know, as your brand grows. So that's one. Um, yes. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, just like, honestly, open communication is always key. I, I believe just, this is just in general with like teams and whatever, what I've gotten really like good at um, is like, I want my admin to think, what would Tiffany do? So in the beginning, you know, we, we talk all the time as, I, as I'm giving her instruction, I like to give her the backstory. So I'm like, so for example, I'm like, um, you know, let's just say something for a brown ambition that you've emailed me. So I'm not just like, oh, just let Mandy know. Yeah, Wednesday's fine. I'm like, so Mandy's my friend, but we have a podcast today, together, but we're actually really friends. And then, so it's important because when she emails you, that way it doesn't sound all formal. Like, hello, Mandy Woodruff. Oh, yes. Mandy Santos. You know? Miss Woodruff. Yeah. <laughs> and so, actually, why not? Let her, let her, let him. Uh, I'm like, just like, hey, girl. Anyway. Tell them I'm Tiffany very busy. scary and that <laughs> you're afraid of me. <laughs> So, um, so I just think yeah. that like, yeah, with admins, well, with anyone anyway, but especially admins, like, you know, giving them kind of like, I call it the soap opera. Like, you know, you're like, okay, so this is my favorite show. So that's Marcus. So Marcus really likes Vanessa, but Vanessa does not like Marcus because it really helps her to make like wiser, more holistic choices when I'm not as, you know, as present. And so that was it, honestly. And, um, but honestly, don't be afraid too, because it doesn't take, it took me a long time to realize it doesn't take a whole day to recognize sunshine where I've had admins that weren't a fit and kept them for a year and drowned instead. So now I'm like, no, you know, like there was an admin that we had recently and three days in, I was like, yeah, this is not a fit. And then within a week I was like, you know, we wish you well, but this is not a fit. I'm not doing that anymore where I'm going to suffer for a year when something's not a fit. They might be a fit someplace else because we've had admins who've been on the team and now they work on another team, you know, because it was a better fit for them there. Um, and then just some people who weren't just a, um, a culture fitted at, at all. But yeah, like, you know, because it's such a critical, like my COO Karen is my right hand. I tell him and I told Rose, you are my left hand. Like you're like, the, you might, you know, if Oprah emails me, you'll see it before I do. So like, you know, like admin sounds like too small a word to encompass. I'm you're stressed literally out. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you want to be on watch when Oprah emails Tiffany? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'd be like, I would be like, how does email work again? What do I do? <laughs> no, because we get some cool stuff that comes through, and I'm like, you know, so it's yeah. exciting, you know, because mm -hmm. sometimes people are like admin, that seems like beneath me, and I'm like, no, sis, like, oh, your posh, role is so critical. Nah. Yes, it's so critically important. Yeah, I mean, you can come up executive assistant, whatever you want to call it, human roll of duct tape, just fix all the things. You know what <laughs> I mean? All the teams. Yes. No, that, thank you. Thank you. I think that for me, I learned, I made a lot of mistakes running a team and building a team and working with assistants in the past. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made was not being able to articulate what I needed. And mm. I actually still do this from time to time. We were just in St. Louis visiting my mom and I'm just not used to having help, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I have a husband, but like, you know, they're not really. Husband. I know. Um, <laughs> he has a wife. <clears throat> Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom, I'm running around and I'm just like stressed out. It's the first day we're there. You know, we've thirty, we've survived a thirty hour road trip, et cetera. And it's our, I'm trying to still work and I'm running around Rio. We have to like give him allergy medicine. We're looking for like one of those little syringes, whatever. Mm-hmm. But no one knew. I'm running around with a chicken, like a chicken with his head cut off. And I'm just like, I have this deadline. And I'm in my head, in my head, I'm just like, why isn't my mom more helpful? Like, why isn't she just like seeing what I need? And she's and she stopped me and she's like, I can't help you if you don't tell me what you need. And I was Aww. like, I need a syringe. <laughs> and she's like, oh, this one. And she had, anyway, so... For me, and that's yes. so, anyway. So me with me and rocks, it's going to be all about, you know, I had I did some introspective like thinking about what okay. do I need and what are yes. some tasks and all of that, so that I'm not just bringing someone on who has no direction. Yeah, but you know, all in. Yes, I hope I. I Rox has a cool career of her own and, you know, has her own business. And it's almost like she has two bosses because she also works with Marisa. Mm. And she knows, mm. like, you know what I mean? I kind of like that. I'm like, yes. if, if Maurice is on the phone and I'm just like, hang, you know, I'm your boss now. I'm just like, hang up on Maurice. That's <laughs> I'm many the times. captain now. I'm the captain but now. Make sure she creates while she's there like an SOP, right? A scope of work. Like what? Like We got it. She's yes, about good. that business. I had one good. over the weekend. Yes. That, no, that's excellent. I'm telling you, we have, we have Loom calls. I don't know if you guys use Loom. Not calls, but like Loom is like these recordings that we do now. So it's like to actually show someone and then you click, it's like um, Latrice, like our, like our tech um, manager on our team kind of like got us used to that. It's so helpful because I'm not techie. So like, if I'm like trying to figure out how to do a thing, we have like, you know, these sets of videos, like here's how you upload to da da da. Here's how you, you know, use whatever like tool or resource. And it's just so helpful. Those short videos. I'm like, Oh, that's how you use it. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Well, that's we what our designer agency. for the website Shirley uses Loom. Mm, yes. Oh, yes, yes. That's right. That's right. No, but that's great. Having help. Having help is so good. You sent me like a, an Instagram post. Speaking of which. Can we like, talk about it? Yes. Can we I didn't, talk? We have to. Now, I know you're not on IG like you used to be, but did you? were you aware of it before I sent you this no. post? No. And so did it blow up? Okay, it's it blew up on this person's page. So this is and I actually shared it on our stories just to get some quick feedback from our our audience, because Mm -hmm. so this is a post that Tamika D. Mallory posted. And if you have ever heard of the Women's March that happened in 2017 after the inauguration of He Who Must Not Be Named, Tamika was one of the founders of that march. And she has become, she's got over a million followers on Instagram. She's become um, a huge social activist and she Mm -hmm. does amazing work. Like Mm -hmm. this woman is a bad, bad woman. And she, I mean, in a good way, you know what I mean? Uh, She's amazing. And I feel what what's it i i saw this just pop into my feed this post that she put up and i will i will read it to you guys too but my gut reaction was something about this does not set right with me um but before we get into it cuz it is you know she's been getting in into into it it has over 4000 comments um on her own page and it's starting to make the rounds on other black influencer pages but before we get into it cuz we do need to talk about it i think i just want to establish that I am not a huge fan of like cancel people because they said something a bit tone deaf or whatever. Like this woman has done so much for and still does. She just hosted an amazing event in Harlem that was free for kids and for families anyway. So this maybe was a misstep in my opinion, Mm -hmm. but I don't think at all it takes away from her 
the body of work that she has done and how much good she has done. So that's my disclaimer. Mm -hmm. But here's, so here's the post. It's one of those, take a picture of a tweet and post it things. And she Mm -hmm. says, IDK, who needs to hear this? But you're not overwhelmed. You are lazy and unorganized. Wake up earlier. Get an agenda book. Create a routine. Create boundaries. Say no. Stick to your schedule. Write down and adhere to your deadlines. You are standing in your own way. And her caption said, let me write a caption here because it seems people don't understand that every post is not for every person. There are many people who just need to focus on their plan, stay off the internet and prioritize and stop being lazy. That's me at times. And this post is for you if you know you can do better. And I will leave it there. And then she like to, she did an updated post just so you know, like I guess the, the next post she said. She doubled oh, down. A, yes. When I read yes. a post that says, I don't know who needs to hear this. And then I read the post and it doesn't apply to me. I move on. I don't tell the person who's posting it they are, they are wrong about something they feel is important. Could it be that it hit you deep? Now, here's the thing. Here's what I say, right? You are free to post whatever you want, but also people are free to respond unless you turned off comments, right? And then two... I don't know, girl, because I have been on both sides. We're definitely, I'm, there's times when I've just been straight lazy, you know, um, and there's times when I'm overwhelmed, not because I'm actually overworked. I'm overwhelmed because there's underlying um, stress that is actually causing me. Like, I know when I'm in feeling stressed, if one nap is not enough, like usually I take maybe like 30, 45 minute nap. But if I'm like, yo, I slept two hours today during the day and then I'm still tired and I'm tired again. One of the fastest ways that my body gives me an indication, Tiffany, you are stressed deeply. So borderline depressed is I am sleepy in a way that's unnatural. That's not me being lazy. That is my body saying, stop. We are, we are overwhelmed for whatever reason. It doesn't necessarily mean overwork, but we are overwhelmed and we are physically slowing you down. I think she just missed the mark. I mean, I get what she's saying because certainly, you know, there are definitely times when it's like, you know, Tiffany, you really could do a little bit more or you could step up. But to say, here's the thing. I would have just, it would have hit better if it was like, sometimes we've all been lazy and we need to get organized or wake up. But to say you're not overwhelmed, it's like you're making a judgment. You don't know that someone's not overwhelmed. You know, you don't know the cause of their overwhelm. It just, it's an easy, lazy post. And then to say, oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, if it doesn't apply to you, it's like, well, it doesn't work that way, sis. You posted it publicly, so you get addressed publicly. And that's okay. That's just the way the world works. I can I can freely speak and share, and people can freely give me their um their feedback, you know? So it, it goes both ways. So I think that it was like kind of a misstep there. Although certainly sometimes, we, you know, we need a little kick in the behind, but I don't know yeah. that this is it. This is a thing. Um. And this is why I'm kind of like, Tiffany, you were right to get off IG because Mm -hmm. this is the danger of being an IG and putting yourself, you're scrolling through social media landmines is how I feel it. And you don't know when you're going to hit one. And I know because as someone who, who deals with anxiety, not even I'm, I'm, I will fully, there's a spectrum of anxiety and I am on the border of having like a diagnosed um, anxiety disorder, but I have managed and have people in my life who truly have debilitating anxiety disorders that stem from things like sexual assault, being abused in the past, or they generally just have an anxiety disorder. And I 
put myself in the shoes of someone and, and having also dealt with my own anxiety, who is just scrolling through the, their IG feed and they see this. And this is where her intention doesn't really matter because the thing is the person, even if she says this may not be for everybody, everybody is gonna see it because you posted it publicly. And it's very, you say tough love and I agree. I have said things like this to people that I love, a cousin, a sibling. I'm the tough love sibling in the family. Like I call it like it is. I'm like, you know, which I can do because I think that we have such a foundation of love and support and they know that it's coming from that place of love and support. And that's why I think that's where like people that you know personally, I think you can give them that tough love and you know. So it sounds like she knows some people, maybe three or four, or I don't know how many who she should have texted this to privately. I do not think that the entire world and unsuspecting people who may have been scrolling on their IG feeds who follow her for her amazing work deserve to see something like this because I I just, my heart breaks because even I have been someone who had to learn, who had to learn to be gentle with people who have anxiety and have mental health issues. I am someone who, you know, if you're walking too slow, I'm like, just hurry up. Oh, your, your, your ankle hurts, you know, like, and that's because I am so hard on myself for my own um, self-esteem issues. It's my own, like I'm projecting my insecurity on someone else. You know what I mean? Now, where I have learned to be really empathetic to people is I've seen how a fucking to-do list and an agenda book does not work. When you have an anxiety disorder, the problem is not that you don't know. I'm looking at this post and I'm like getting even angrier. Mm -hmm. The problem isn't that they don't know how to do the things. Mm -hmm. It's that you can write down a list, step one through 10. And if step one is put on your shoes, they are still paralyzed, you mm -hmm. know, and everything is overwhelming and laying on the couch or taking a walk or doing whatever, you know, putting their head under a pillow that seems like the what their body needs at that time and and i just think it's so just, ill timed right like we it's we, really, we it's never a good time candy, right yeah. but meaning like especially yes. now especially now are we going to act like there's not collective trauma that we're all dealing with you know mm -hmm. we've seen people die in mass right scared to go outside like run you know running to get your mask every single time worrying about your elderly parents or your grandma you know, now kids are getting the Delta variant and dying. I saw a four-year-old just died. We didn't just have like these terrible storm systems that passed through. So I'm just saying like literally there is a collective trauma that we are experiencing worldwide. You know, this is not good times. You know, the, the 90s when the, when the, when the um, economy is doing good worldwide. No, there is a collective trauma that we are experiencing as a human race, period. Right. There's no corner of the world that has not been experiencing some form of trauma as relates to what's happened with COVID. And so I just feel like although it's never a good time, it's especially ill time because sometimes people don't even know that they're experiencing trauma. Like literally, I won't know that like something is going on until like Superman will be like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, this is your, your third nap today. I'm like, it is, you know, and I'm like, or like I'll just be sitting on the couch and I can't even keep my eyes open. And I'm like, but you slept last night, Tiffany. And I'm not, I'm weary, but not physically tired. Yeah, I just think like, I hear you, sis, but well, then you have to hear us too. Like, nah, this ain't it. Yeah. Mm -mm. And remember that your words have so much power. How so could you forget? Much power. How could I you know. forget? You can't like that whole be defensive mm -mm. against that energy. And there's plenty of people who were like, yeah, I mean, they're thanking her for saying it. And I do think that people read this and they were like, yup. But I also, I don't, I don't think this is, that much different 
and maybe I should think before I say this, I'm trying to think really fast, but remember Rachel Hollis, Ooh. when she came out uh-huh. and she said, do you think I'm trying to be relatable? Oh, relatable, yes. Was Harriet was... Tubman relatable? Da, 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 da. <laughs> now her, it's a, it's very different. Rachel Hollis is white, da, 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 you know, and she has that whole series called Girl, dot, 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 which is, you know, I think culturally appro- appropriating like a phrase that black women started. But anyway, and in this case, I just feel like it's almost as if she's saying this wasn't for you. You know, if you're not, if you don't find this, if you don't enjoy what I'm saying, then it wasn't for you. So just keep it moving. You know, like I'm not trying to relate to everybody, but when you have a public platform, your words have matter and they, they matter and they have such a huge reach. And so I, I just fear for the people who are looking at that and and internalizing that same dialogue, which is that something is wrong with me. If I can't do things, I should have things everyone else should have. I mean, this is the peril of being on social media. And it is one of those, I think, digital landmines that just, it goes off. And I think if you're the one who planted it there, you have to take responsibility for that. I hate that it was her because she's wonderful and her work is so extraordinary, but I was disappointed. I really was um, in how she handled the whole thing. Like, yeah, girl, like laziness is not, sometimes laziness is actually the symptom to a greater issue. Isn't that what white people have been calling black people for so long? Mm-hmm. Or like wanting to think that we're just lazy. You know, yes. why are you complaining? Don't be a victim. Why don't it's you like work that inter- hard? It's like internalized racism, internalized patriarchy, internalized all the things that are manifesting yes. themselves in that If you in would just post. do this, like I have a friend that created something and it was stolen from him. He's a, a black creator. It was stolen from him. And I'm like, you know, all the things they say, well, why don't, if you just worked hard, he did. He built something that was unique and brought it to market, connected with an advisor the advisor knew wealthier folks, gave them back backroom access to the thing that he built. So they they were their engineers were able to recreate it, was able to raise a hundred million dollars for their project off his black back. And you'd be like, oh, well, maybe he went to school. He went to Harvard. I'm sorry. He went to Harvard. So all the things you could check off all the lists, you can build something, you can work really hard, you can go to Harvard, you could do all those things, and someone can still come in and and take from you and create wealth from them for themselves off of you. Hello, hello, Elvis Presley. Hello, all the TikTokers that take all the dances from all the brown babies on TikTok, you know? And so like, that is not something new. So I hate when people say that, well, if black people just work harder, I'm like, you're kidding, right? You know, because that's not really what's happening. You know, it's possible to work hard and still be taken from, and still be stolen from. I mean, this happened to me. And then what do you do then? How much harder am I supposed to work? I can't make miracles happen. You know, it's just like, yeah. I mean, so to see that, especially in the landscape that we're in now, that's why, like I said, you have to do what's best for you. I am a much better place than I was before. When I tell you what, right before this, I was laid out for a nap. I was like, mm. And um, <laughs> I have a vacation planned in two weeks. And Ooh, then I have a where full- Where we going? Yes. I'm going, so me and, me and I was going to my husband. Or maybe you don't want to say. <laughs> no, well, I won't say. Well, I will because you won't know where, but I'm just going to go. to. I, I was like, Superman, you know, I've never been to um, Niagara Falls. Let's go for three days. So just booked a quick Aww. three-day jaunt, mid, midweek jaunt to like Niagara Falls. And then for my birthday, okay, I'm going to Hawaii action. for a week. Ooh. Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. A little Jim and Pam office uh, <laughs> moment. I don't know if you watch The Office. <laughs> No, I don't, but some of us are not millennials and it shows. <laughs> I know. 
So, um, but yeah, Hawaii for my birthday. And I just told myself every other month I'm going to, because literally I have Fridays off so I can leave Friday to Sunday. You know, bring a friend. I have so many points. So I just told myself I'm, I'm, I'm prioritizing the things that bring me joy, reading books. Y'all know I take my daily walks. You know, I take my nap if I need it. You know, I was just talking to my publicist, Tracy, today. Shout out to you, Tracy. I should connect her with you. Your friend's name is Marisol? Marisa. Mar- you, Mar- listen, Marisa. you know you have Marisa's resume, and I already connected you to her, so all you got to do is <coughs> just... Um... <laughs> no, I should connect her. She's, she's, she's busy. Let her get her. <laughs> no, I mean, just to connect them two together, just to like, you know, just, I think oh, it's just yeah. I think they would get on great. Yeah. Yes, Tracy's got her network. own little... PR empire too. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so I, um, no, I just think that like, so she was saying today, she's like, you know, you don't have, you're not doing that much press anymore. And I'm like, no, you know, because I've, I've drawn a boundary of like, it's not that serious unless I'm really like rolling out a big project. So to me that you have to do what's right for you. For me, social media, you know, like, I don't know. And, you know, I don't see myself coming back the way I was before, you know, creating things ahead of time, giving it to the team. I come on to do like my fun lives when I want to, and then I jump off and I'm, I'm happier. I'm lighter. You know, I feel like I have way more space. I'm reading literally at least a book a week, if not two. Um, and like, I'm just, I'm just in a much better place and space. So Tamika Mowry, I love you girl, but this ain't it. And you know, if you are feeling like, you know, maybe you're not as motivated, you know, ask yourself, what are the underlying factors that might be um, preventing you from moving forward in the way that you feel as productive? You know, <laughs> capitalism. Mm-hmm. We they create this. I mean, I think. Well, I mean, I just want to stay on this topic for a little bit because I we're kind of segueing into what it means to be even just a business owner or to go out on your own. And I yes. think, like you've always been really good about realistic entrepreneur stories and about yeah. the struggle and about the grind. But I also think that there's a lot of people out there who have launched businesses and they think that or you have this idea that if I'm not working 24 seven, then I'm not doing enough or I should be working on the weekends. And I feel like it's the I've had the benefit of watching people like you build your business and also having um, my financial planner, Helen has an even broader um, service where she actually coaches and helps people become CEOs. And what I love is that I, I have when I've approached my business is I've taken I've decided I'm not going to sacrifice my mental health. I'm, I want a better way of working. You know, I don't want to work when I don't need to. I, I want to be able to choose how I spend my time. And to and like you said, like, it's okay to take care of yourself and you can still be a badass business person, like a businesswoman, business person, when you take naps, when you take a walk, you know, when you draw those lines. And we need more examples like that. So I'm so glad that you're open about it. I am a four, I quit at four o'clock and I love it so much. Yes. I was already kind of doing it before, but now I don't have to feel guilty about it because yes. I'm the boss, you know? <laughs> it I doesn't feel guilty to be like, let weekends. me see what my boss say. Oh, that's why right. it's me. <laughs> yes. Just that now. And, and yes. And I, 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 the flexible working re- for arrangements now that you can work remote, I think it is wonderful and hopefully Girl. Yes. And take those naps during the day. And and I would literally, even when I was nine to five, like schedule an hour and I, you know, I have my nap, my, my, my moon pod down yes. here, my little nap zone. I, mm-hmm. I would take a nap unapologetically around three o'clock. Cause it's like, what am I going to do? Drug myself with caffeine. Like, I just, there's I'm not millions doing of it. people. We've just normalized drugging ourselves to get through the day when what our bodies need is some rest, you know? Cause what you learn is this, is that 
if you maximize the time that you are working, you actually don't have to work as much. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that, Say like, so for example, <laughs> if I was if I was writing, like when I was writing Gecko with Money, right? There were times when I was like, oh, Tiffany, I got to push through. And I'd be like, well, when does it do? Because I promise you, whatever this tired work thing is, you're going to have to rewrite this section because it's not going to be good work. So I've mm-hmm. learned to lean in when I'm feeling energized. Like, so if I know I can, I'm feeling energized and normally I maybe only blocked out an hour. I'm like, let's do three, Tiffany, because you got the juice right now. Because tomorrow when you don't feel like doing anything, I don't do anything. You know, so that's what I've really learned. It's almost like my own circadian rhythm as it relates to work, not just not just sleep, right? So I learned that when I'm on it, I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay, juices are flowing. I might flow for three days straight. And so I'll really go hard because I know that like, you know, Saturday, Sunday or Monday or sometimes I just like, like today, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't really like... I was like, yeah, you know, but because last week I leaned in when I had the juice, it gives me space to relax when I don't. Because what, what it is, is that something internally is telling me pull back and relax. And it's okay to honor that. Now, to be honest, it's different. I always remind um, uh, Tracy, uh, my publicist, because she's just started in business. And so I remind her to, that she has to create space, but that looks different because you... Like in the beginning, the work is a little bit, little bit more frantic. I'm not even going to lie. Like there's no way to get around that in the beginning because you don't even know what you're doing just yet. You know, you're still figuring it out and, but still really trying to carve out space, you know? Um, whereas now I don't need to work frantically literally at all. Like I'm like, girl, what do I pay these people for? I pay them, I pay the people to, for franticness. You know, like, and I pay them well. And so I, it, yo, because Tracy will come over and like, like work for my house. And like, literally she'll be like, you're just on the couch under a blanket. I'm like, girl, I'm listening to, to, um, to my new business book. I'm reading this book now called Built to Sell. And it's so great. And I'm like, I am working. I'm just working in my, my favorite Target night dress and my headphones. <laughs> Looking out the window. It's just like, this is I, what. <laughs> a self-made CEO can look like. Girl. And honestly, when Why I tell you, when you do that. I promise you the, after my six weeks, the level of just like excitement and Tracy said, you've been on one. I have been. That break recharged me so fully. It took my idea from like, this is eight figures to pitching it and people telling me like, when it's ready, this is nine figures. You let me know. And I'm like, really? You know, like that taking time and giving yourself space truly is the best way to success. That overworking yourself just means whatever ideas and things you come up with are tired and semi-broken. And so like you take a break before you break, you know, that's always Mm. my advice. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. 
Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know, we work hard and we play hard. But when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment automated investment and savings app can help it do keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. Rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. We're so excited to have Michelle and Sean Clark from Double Dutch Aerobics from Atlanta in the house with us. Thank you all so much for joining Brown Ambition. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, what, what, what was the year that, what was the Girl Trek year? What year was 19, it? You know, I think just, that was 19. Yep. It was 19. Because it okay. was right so, after uh, Angela Yee's event. Uh-huh. We flew out. We, there. we flew yeah. straight there. So yep. I met Sean and Michelle. In Colorado yeah. mm-hmm. at the Girl Trek conference. Girl Trek is this awesome uh, nonprofit that just, it helps Black women get moving. To say they have energy is to say water is wet. <laughs> and I just remember being like, what? They, people that you never think would double jump. I mean, they had people out there, 80, 
um, black, white, Asian. Now I didn't grow. I don't know how to the double Dutch. I felt that was like my shame. I moved away from my black neighborhood just a, just one year too late, right, right before they was teaching girls. <laughs> and so I was like, I can't do it. You oh, like yes. you can. And I was yes. Like, so yes, <laughs> Mandy knows how to double Dutch. So I'm jealous of her. Okay, now that was 20 oh, years ago. Never goes away. Never goes away. <laughs> I'm so excited about y'all's business. I think Tiffany knew y'all first. I think I might have slid into y'all's DMs or likewise, but we were we were chatting on IG and y'all know I'm from Atlanta okay. and Double Dutch is just such a nostalgic activity for me. You know, when I was a little girl, that was just, you know, we were latchkey kids in the neighborhood with our bikes and a couple pairs of jump ropes. And you could not tell us nothing. We had the best time, you know, with like the littlest uh, amount of equipment. And I just love the concept of this business. But as fun as it is and how, you know, all the energy and enthusiasm that y'all bring to, you know, bringing fitness to the Atlanta area, it's also been a pandemonium. It's yes. been a pandemic the last year, right? Yes. Um, yes, yes. How have y'all been impacted as a business? You know, where was your business at when the pandemic hit? Kind of set the scene for us. Um, yeah, where were you at right before the pandemic hit? I mean, this is a very much in-person, you're sweating uh-huh. indoors, you know, you know, jumping and breathing your heart out. And that was all of a sudden not okay. Yeah, so no. it, it, it slapped us in the face. It was, it was very scary for us. It was so, very scary. So, so it was February. It, it was February. Well, first, we've been in business for, for seven years, uh-huh. right? And it's funny because 2020, the it, it was our best year. Like, it was starting off amazing. Yes. We, Michelle and I, we were like, uh-oh. We finally hit the Oh, baby, we going to the top. We going to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, New Year's what? resolution time. I mean, that is really, the, that's y'all Super it was Bowl, biggest, right? It, it was, was becoming it, our biggest year for yes, sure. Yes, as a business. So, so in in the beginning, you know, we were booking a lot of events for the summer. For the summer so yeah. we were booked for mm-hmm. the summer because we we also do so outside of teaching our normal classes, we do events like Girl Trek and Essence Fest and prisons. We we teach at federal prisons across the country. We do tours. We do, you know, we do a lot of things and everything was booked. We had our certification weekend. It was sold out. It sold out in like two weeks. So what certification weekend is where we uh, certify instructors to teach our program in their city or their state. Right. Um, So we were completely sold out and it sold out what in like five days. It was super fast. Yeah, like, yeah, it was like. And that was in February. Mm -hmm. We had completely sold out and it was going to be in April. Yes. And we hadn't done one in a year because we had a little human. Right. And so we had took a year <laughs> off. We took a year off from certification, not from work. Mm-hmm. So this was our year back into certification. And the fact that it sold out so fast, it's like we were finding our groove. Yeah, we were in a groove. We and were. then, well, y'all were, y'all here. And then the world said, stop, wait a minute. And at first we were like, you ain't, I don't care about no pandemic. You're not going to stop us. We still right. doing it. We were right. still, we're still going, you know, it's, it's the New York in us. Right. We was like, like, we, let's just keep <laughs> going, let's keep going. Until they stop us. Until they put us, until they lock the doors <laughs> and tell us that you cannot leave your house. Right. right. Until Keisha Lance Bottom shows up at mm-hmm. the door. To get, till Keisha Lance Bottom shows up in person <laughs> at the door like, to just get call to out. Lock your doors. And I was like, what? I was devastated. I was devastated. Because mm-hmm. 
What did it mean for y'all financially? Like, paint the picture. I mean, did y'all have reserves? We talk a lot about, you know, personal financial rainy day funds. But for small business owners, I mean, seven years in is still early. How were you guys financially so prepared? So we, we, we had a we had a little we had a little little reserves. Just a little bit. A, a, a smidge. A smidge. Um, but we, you know we had to we eventually we had to get a loan. Yeah. Um, that got us through it. And then during the pandemic, I learned the stock market. So it was actually a blessing because mm-hmm. you know everything was mm-hmm. shut down. I had nothing else to do. And at the time during the pandemic, it was actually the best time to invest. Yeah. So that actually helped us out a lot, mm-hmm. you know, investing in the stock market. I would literally like study every day. Yeah, I would study every day. Um, and so we, 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 we did OK with that. That that got us through. That was helping us. And then out here in Atlanta, they opened back kind of early. So like when did they shut us down? In March, in beginning March. of March. So by like the middle of May, we start we started we started class again outside outside because the studios that we were renting were completely closed and the schools where we were working everything was completely closed as as you know so we started classes um every saturday 9 a.m and god was on our side it didn't rain one saturday that entire that the whole time the The entire summer the entire summer from may till september it didn't rain one time at our time um 9 a.m every saturday so we were pushing it (laughs) Um, so we had classes outside that helped us out. Um, I also started to dive more into, um, I suffered from fibroids before having children and I healed myself naturally and I was helping women a little bit, but I started to dive into that even more. So I was doing lives, um, once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I started Hmm. to, uh, coach women for money. And then I was also selling my ebook. Mm -hmm. So we just started to like, we've just, I know I bought one. I'm sorry. I said I bought one oh, of them. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I, I yes. suffer from so, I suffer from five boys. So we mm-hmm. started. I started just, to dive into that more, and that's also another passion of mine. So that you know, you just start to to push. I also started to, in terms of mentality, Sean's a little better than me. I was I was like, oh my god, we're this is it. This is it. Life is over. You know, like it's over. Mm-hmm. And so I had to get out of that because I was Sean, someone we know passed away. Yeah. It started to get more real. You know what I mean? And I think I think that was the biggest part for me. So, you know, we, you know, we, we lost a lot of money. We weren't making money, obviously, because we're in the fitness business. Right. We were selling more ropes. We, we were selling more ropes. And, and then, okay, so I'm all over the place. Know, let, right? let me go back. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> I got to I gotta shout out our, our Double Dutch community. Yes. So, like, we have, so during, for we have memberships. So we have lifetime members. We have yearly memberships we have monthly membership our lifetime members stuck it out they came to class every week yeah they were supporting us they were bringing people to class so they were really really helping us right so i I just want to i just want to i want to say that thank you yes i want i want to thank them for that because our community is 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 growing and it's super supportive because michelle and i we give 100 percent of us Right. To this business, to this brand, and they feel it and they know it. You know, so it's all love, with, you know. Because our classes did very well outside during yes. the pandemic, which was like, oh, okay. It was probably, it sounds like the, it sounds like, dang, I wish I had been in Atlanta to weather this out because what, I mean, ha- it probably just helps you. I mean, the endorphins alone, but also just, is there anything more right. joyful right. than double Dutch to be doing outdoors yes. to, 
during a right. pandemic. It's like for that um, moment, everything was okay for and, that time being. You know what I mean? And then second to yeah. that, I think most importantly, like, oh, like I was saying before, so we, we were losing a lot. But what was really important to me, like I said before, was our health. Right. So, you know, I'm worried about my, my mother in New York, my mm-hmm. sister, like my brother. All of them have pre-existing um, Ill conditions. Yep. And so I started a Zoom fitness class online. Yep. And it was really just family and friends because in my mind, I'm getting emotional. Hold on, let me, let me calm down. In my mind, I had to make sure everyone was okay. Right. So for me, I was like, all right, every day we're going to work out. We're going to eat right. We're going to juice. We're going to, you know, we're going to do whatever we have to do to get through this pandemic. Yes. You know, so. And then Sean and I will work it out like crazy. Yes. Because at first you're like, oh, first you're upset. It's so many emotions yes. that happen. So first you're upset that everything mm-hmm. is shut down. Then you're like, okay, well, I have to be home. Mm-hmm. Let me take advantage of being home. Right. And so I was doing what? Two a day workouts. Yes. We were having the kids, when it was my turn to work out, you know, thank God for YouTube, put the kids on YouTube to work out downstairs. Then we will work out outside. So I was getting a little fit. Right. And then, I mean, more fit. Then it's like, wait a minute, we really trapped? Wait, are we really trapped? Wait, (laughs) wait, this is not going to end like in a month? (laughs) Wait, in two months? So then I don't want to work out no more. Now I'm depressed. Now I'm eating like a crazy person. I don't, the motivation went away. Yes. And then we started to hear about people dying. And that was mm. rough. And it's like my, mo- I just, I just felt down. It was just one after the other. It was just one after the other. It was like, oh my God, yeah. this is, is this the end of the world? Wait a minute. Is this how it goes? <laughs> That's how it's felt. Like the, you know, like like you know how your grandma said, it's the last days. It's always it's always the last days when they get old. You're like, well, why why I couldn't do the last days when you were five? You're talking about the last days now. But like if if we if we dial back a little bit, can I mean for those who are not familiar with double double dutch aerobics, like what how what like what made you say this is what I want to do? Like because it's such a unique business. Um, I would love to know some of the origin story. Okay. So I, um, I went to acting school. Um, I did musical theater. Mm-hmm. So I, um, you know, I, 99% of musical theater people, we do waitressing and bartending and, uh, we teach, I was a spin teacher. So I was teaching everything in the world. I taught everything you could imagine. I can't even swim, but I was teaching water aerobics, right? Hilarious. So, <laughs> um, during that time, Sean was my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I've been jumping double dutch since I was four. So I always told him I was good. But everybody from New York says they're good. So he thought I was good, like regular good, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, I also was a world champion. So I did street style jumping and competitor style jumping. Mm. So we were at an event uh, for the YMCA where mm-hmm. I was teaching spin class. So I was teaching 5.30 a.m. spin class. Sean only came to one of my classes, but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... <laughs> We, he saw, you hear now? I'm here. (laughs) He saw me teaching Uh um, and jumping. And he was like, oh, I knew you were good, but I didn't know you were like that good. And so when I told him this idea, he was like, oh, you have to start next week. Like you have to start. And so I said, okay. And then I started the next week. Yeah. We literally started the next week. Literally. What were you doing at the time? Oh, Sean. Yeah. What was Sean doing while he was telling you to start a business? Well, 
Well, I, I owned a film company, so oh, okay. I was a videographer and editor. So my, my best friend and I, we started making movies when we were like 18 and 19. We would do like like one hour shorts yeah. and, you know, we, mm. you know, we just for years we were doing it. And so I went from filming movies into like film doing like corporate events and weddings yeah. and things of that nature. And then I moved from that and I started um, a teleprompter company. So I was prompting, I was doing like television shows, you know, I worked with like Michelle Obama, yeah. Beyonce, like all oh, of excuse me. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Girl, let me tell you. Girl, let me tell you. <laughs> now, so I mean, I did it, I did it for 10 years. So I, I worked with literally anybody you can think of, I probably worked with them. Yep. And so I was doing that for a while. And then like, you know, I've always been like an entrepreneur. Right. Ever since I was young, you know, my, my family and I, we opened a record store when I was 20 years old. Um, you know, we had a record label. It was the 90s. You know, we had a record label. We managed groups. Mm -hmm. um, I started promoting parties when I was 18. And actually how I met Sean was I, he was, I was bartending and he made a movie called This Thing Called Love. And I was like, oh, they made a movie by themselves? That's dope. Mm -hmm. So um, he tried to get me to buy it, but I don't buy stuff at work because that's kind of productive. So <laughs> you came in with like the box of DVDs to sell yeah, your, yeah. your movie. So, I love it. So my best friend and I, at the time, um, I, I worked for the Board of Ed briefly. And uh, my, best friend and I, my best friend and I, we literally quit our jobs. We made this movie. Put the, we did the DVDs. We went out. We went out in the streets, and we were selling them. And we we did very well out in the streets, out in those streets. Yeah. Um, and so my my friend invited me to this event she was having. Um, she was like, you know, Sean, come on out. You know, you can promote your movie. And I was like, bet I'm coming. So when I got there. Um, my best friend and I, we both had on the same shirt. And it I saw two grown people with the same shirt. Like, what y'all wearing the same shirt for? So I was like, it looks a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to read his shirt. So I asked him to come over and read his shirt. Sure you did. You just and wanted to. <laughs> Mind you, he doesn't drink, so I wasn't selling him a drink, right? So he, um, he said I could have the movie only if I promised to give my honest review. Uh -huh. And so being a theater major at the time, and I, I was in Circle and Square, I thought, I ha hey, I have to watch it. Right. And I thought it was so good. And they made it with $300, so I was thoroughly impressed. Mm -hmm. And then I called um, to tell him my review of the movie, and, and we, then every day since- We never stopped, stopped, yeah. stopped talking. Aww, look We've at that. literally been talking every single yeah. day yeah. since yeah. then. So how, long, how many years ago was that? That was 12, 12 years, years ago. ago. Wow. Look at them com completely tell the sentences. <laughs> <laughs> but, but getting back to the point. So he oh, was yeah, my no, boyfriend oh, at the oh, time yes, in the right, YMCA. Right, right. He was still doing, um, he was doing, he was an entrepreneur at the time. I was teaching spin. I was boss. I was doing everything that theater people do. Right. And so he saw that I um, was good. He told me mm. to start the class. I started the class that next week. And the person who I was teaching, well, I was teaching with different teammates off and on, mm -hmm. but they couldn't stay consistent, which was understandable because this was my, you know what I mean? This was my passion. Mm -hmm. So Sean was like, well, Michelle, you have to continue to teach me everything. And I was like, okay. Now Sean's one of those people, like, we have the studio now, guys. He put in the lights. He done did the, what do you call those things? He put up the designs in here. He's a YouTube learner, mm -hmm. right? So he learns things really fast. So I was able to teach him everything and then he enjoyed well you can say what you enjoyed he actually began to enjoy yeah teaching. so so the idea was to get the business off the ground 
get it rolling, and then I would jump out. Like, no pun intended. Right. Um, <laughs> but what happened, what happened was I started enjoying it. Because it's like, so if, if you ever took one of our classes, it's bigger than Double Dutch. Right. So it's like, like I said, we build communities in here. It's like, we're trying to build like little love pockets around the world. Like right. when you come to our class, there's no judgment. You know, it's, it's high energy. It's all love. And that's what people get. Right. You know, so I started enjoying that because that's like, that's my ultimate goal in life. You know, like, I know it sounds corny, but the, 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 to change the world through love. I know it's corny, but I get a chance to do that here. And then coupled with the fact that I get to be with my wife 24 hours a day. He likes me. Which is dope. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't work for a lot of people, I guess. But that's, the, that's really the biggest thing Michelle and I have in common is that we like to be around each other all the time. Like we, right. we like to be around each other all the time. Yes. And this gives us the opportunity to do that because... When I was younger, you know, I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I, I didn't I didn't want to work hard enough to where I didn't have enough time for my family. Yeah. Because yeah. it's for me, it's family first, always. Because that's what makes me the most happiest. So this this gave us this gave me the opportunity. I was like, oh wow, we could like be together and build and rock out and you know, like show the world what love is like and you know, like this is this is amazing. And then the classes, the classes were going really well. And then after we got married in 2013, we both, we didn't even really have a conversation, but we both were like, okay, well, where are we going? Because we're not staying here. Exactly. We knew <laughs> yes. we didn't want to be in New York anymore. Hell out of here. So our members, when we decided to move, first it was LA. Right. Then we decided to move to Atlanta. And so our members were like, well, where are you going? <laughs> and so like, like, what are we going to do? And so that's when we created certification. And part of the reason certification is so successful is because Sean and I come from diff different perspectives during certification. I've been jumping my whole life, so I don't really remember what it's like not to know how to jump. And I also know how to transfer street jumpers into um, to teach them double dutch aerobic style double dutch. Because okay. I know where they're coming from. Okay. Sean is coming from re um, not learning since he was a kid. So his perspective is different in terms of how we teach those people. Right. So combined, we're really able to relate to anybody that comes into our classroom right. or into certification weekend. Right. Now, to get back to the whole pandemic. <laughs> I know. <'cause laughs> no, sorry, we could go on a million tangents. So. <laughs> but um, to get back to the whole pandemic life, after, yeah, I was getting, I was getting a little depressed right. after... You know, the the excitement of, okay, we're home. Let's take advantage of that. I was getting kind of like, I don't know when this is really going to be over. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't see the ending. Right. And so that put me in a sad place. And being Sean's wife, I hate being that, like, downer because he's Mr. Happy usually. <laughs> so it feels like, uh-oh, I'm being too sad for him. And mm -hmm. he actually lost someone really close to him. So then I had guilt about being so down because he's the one that lost someone really close to him. You know what I mean? So I was like, Michelle, you got to pick yourself up to be there for yourself and for your kids right. and for your partner. Right. So then I started to meditate. I did the abundance meditation. Mm -hmm. I started to journal more. I had to like look outside of myself to get some kind of, you know what I mean? Some kind of hope or just out of the slump. 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, what happened after the abundance meditation? I like to relate it to abundance meditation. Oh, we okay. got we got the thing from Bill Gates. We got to do a. Um, well, b- before that, so so that was October. So before that, <clears throat> the summer was ending. Right. And I was like, you know, Michelle, obviously, you know, it's going to get cold. Yeah. We can't continue to have classes. We need a studio. Mm-hmm. The thing was, how. Do we get a studio? And but, how does the bank account and get I, a studio? Because the, the way our bank account is set up, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna work. Right. But you don't. You know, it's, it's like we always say: you don't have to know the how. You just got to know what you want. Right. And so, I I went online every single day. I was online for hours. Right, Major? Hours. hours looking at places. I was like, okay, this. We, you know, because. For, for us, a studio is very specific. You know, we need we need a lot. We need super high ceilings. Right. We need you know the, the the space to be a certain size. It's like it's just a whole lot because and then the floors we can't turn on any floor. So it's just it's a whole lot. And while he's to... looking for the studio, mind you, this is what I learned after being with him for twelve years. We call Sean the visionary. Sometimes he sees things and I'm like, what the mother? What are you talking about? How mm-hmm. are we gonna get a studio? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But I learned being his partner not to do that anymore because some of the things he sees has come into fruition even when I didn't believe. Right, just let me go. Let me go. Put me in, coach. My job is to write it in my diary like my husband is crazy. (laughs) But, babe, I got your back like a jacket. You looking at a studio? Okay, we're going to get it. Mm, We're going to get it. So we actually looked at maybe two other studios before this one. Yeah. Actually one around the corner from where we are now. Yeah. And then I came to this studio that we're at now by myself. The minute I walked in, I said, oh, this is it. And Michelle is going to like it now. That's very important because Michelle and I, we don't agree on a lot of things. No, we don't. I mean, we, we agree on a lot. We, we agree on most things, but there are, there are things like a studio. And he's still a Leo, so he's stubborn. Yeah, but we're both Leos. So, oh, I know she did enjoy <laughs> He said, you tried um, it because we're both the same. <laughs> right. So I walked into the studio. I was like, oh, Michelle is going to love it. I literally, I drove home, picked up. I called. I said, Michelle, I found the studio. I know you're going to like it. Yeah. Here's the price. This is what it is. I'm coming to get you. I got Michelle. She walked into the studio. She was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> I said, we're both. <laughs> this, like immediately. And here's here's where faith comes in. Right. Because after doing the, the meditation, sometimes meditations and journaling helps you see the clear picture. Like if oh, you're yeah. still living, there's always hope. Right. You know what I mean? Always. And sometimes if you let things get you down, you'll start to lose that perspective. So you got to straighten yourself out. So I was starting to have faith again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we looked at the studio. We met the landlord. And this is where crazy stuff. Mind this you, is crazy. We had looked at some hood spots. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because we were just looking. And they was asking for every bit of paperwork. I'm talking about what I did when I was two. You know, like, just paper, 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 paperwork. Ten months security. Ten months, right? (laughs) So we meet this amazing landlord. We we literally have the best landlord. And he was like, what's your name? Did he ask for ID? I don't even know if he asked for ID. No. He said, I like you guys. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, we like you. Well, Mm -hmm. all right, let's sign the papers. 
Okay. He didn't, he didn't look at any financials. None. No he financials. Is wow. this when you guys did that? I know you did a, a Kickstarter because I contributed. No, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. We gonna, we, we, we oh, yes, about, we did. Oh, we're about to mention that. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. And wait we a were minute. inspired by Molly Moore because I was like, listen, the budget needs to did her thing. Yeah. And I even asked you, I had DM'd you and asked you, mm. well, like, because I knew you studied. You don't do nothing by the slide, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had studied for like three months before I even yeah. lost my <laughs> When you said that, I was like, Sean, we have to like, well, cause Sean didn't want to do a, a Kickstarter. Well, the thing was, so my my cousin, he's a, a filmmaker, and he he does like GoFundMe's all the time. And I thought about it, but now I was like, nah, I can't do it. I don't I, I don't have it in me to ask people. I can't I can't I can't do it. And I was and like, it's what nothing, are you talking about? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me, but it's it's, it's not. I'm sorry, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just that with anything in life, I always try to find a way to figure it out. Like I'm like, all right. If we don't have it, let me figure out a way to do it. But that was the way to do it. And this is where his wife comes in. Right. His wife said, all right, babe. Okay. You got to you got to be a little more realistic. Yeah. Let's ask our community. Yeah. You know what I mean? A pandemic happened. It's not like we were irresponsible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's different. Now, my like, just to just to jump in really quick, it's yes. hard, y'all. Y'all are like a conversational double dutch, and yes. I'm just I'm like, when when am I supposed to? Anyway, <laughs> but y'all mentioned anytime. anytime. So the Kickstarter, y'all did this to raise money for the business. Yes. is that right? Okay, so, we so already... wait, wait, oh, wait, she has a question. Sorry. I have more. <laughs> I so I want to know about the Kickstarter, but I also want to know. Were y'all able to get any of the government fundings? I know there was so much drama and confusion for small business owners around the Paycheck Protection Program and the uh, Economic Disaster Relief Program. Did any of that come in handy for y'all or was it immediately that y'all knew you had to, you know, do a Kickstarter to get money your own way? We filled out every of those. Yo, Michelle, check this out. Oh, check this out. Yo, but... no, 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 not you guys. No. No, yep. no. Really? Okay. Any of them. And we filled out how many? You did the work. I you did the work. Oh, my <laughs> God. Mm -hmm. We didn't get none of them. Mm -hmm. okay. So we had gotten the space and he everything worked out. The paperwork, everything was perfect. But yes. mind you, it was just a space. Right. So we needed, we needed more to make the space double Dutch aerobics. You know what I mean? Got it. And so that's when... At first, Sean was saying no, and I was like, let's let's do this. And mm -hmm. finally, he said yes. And then, to me, he put together the best video. I thought it was fabulous. <laughs> um, so, you just saying um, that you're my wife. No, it was good. <laughs> so he put together a video, and it made us very emotional because watching people support us when we know that oh everyone was having a hard time. Oh, my goodness. And mind you, just like the Bajanista said, or Tiffany, you, Tiffany, right? We... Um, <laughs> Right, we, like she's not here. Right. right. <laughs> we studied. So, um, Sean, so we started to watch all the videos. I, I, watched, like, I watched a thousand videos. How long should it be? How, how much it, you yes. should ask for? Yes. We looked at zillions of um, zillions of Kickstarter campaigns. Like the what, successful what, ones. What should the, be in it? What shouldn't be in it? Yes. You know what you should put in your bio. I yes. mean, it took us. We we pulled all nighters. Yes. Uh, we pulled all nighters doing it, um, and then we put it up and we prayed. And we send it out to our, um, we send it out to people, and it was very emotional because overwhelming. Oh my We didn't goodness. expect as much love as we got, 
And it was like, oh, people really care about us. I mean, you know I, I mean, mean, like, oh my god. I mean, even the people who never met us before ever in life, right? They were donating to our, our Kickstarter, and I was just—it it, it really was emotional. It really was emotional. It's um, that moment, especially. It sounds like Sean, you had a little bit of trouble getting over having to ask for help in the first yeah. place. Yeah, just I—I like, I relate to that uh-huh. in a big way, and I yes. think it's that moment when you. You're you're just afraid that it may not it might not happen, and it's it's it must be humbling when you finally get that when you yes. see that you will get it in return. You know what you've been giving for so long. So what okay. what was yeah. it, what was the outcome? Did you guys make? I mean, I know you made it, but like much more than you asked for. What was we the, doubled? Yes, we, yes. we, we doubled. So, so we asked for ten. So yeah, mm-hmm. initially we asked for ten, and then what we got happened? Twenty thousand. Yeah, we got. 20, I think it was 21000 mm-hmm. oh, over 21000 $21,400 I'm on the page right now. <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> from 285, 285 backers. That's awesome. That was so nice. Oh, man. So that gave you the money that you needed to put up the big mirror, get the ropes, like yes, that's all exactly the stuff. What did. Okay. Yes. And the mirrors are not those mirrors are not cheap. I was looking yes. for one. I we was looking just out. for like a tiny one for my little Peloton, you know, nook. And uh yeah, it was thousands of dollars. And I, Whoa. I, yes. And yes. what's so fun is so we opened in September and we weren't going to wait till we did the studio because hello, the pandemic still knocked us out, right? Right. So we started with the studio white. And we used to say, so this is where the mirror is going to be. Yeah, we, we would tell, we would tell mm-hmm. our students to face the, the, face vis- the imaginary, the imaginary mirror. mirror. And so what's yes. so fun is that they got to watch us um, go from like a white studio to um, what the studio is now. And, right. it's still, and it's still growing. Like we just got our nice little bench. Oh, it's so, it's so cute, y'all. <laughs> um, you know, the studio is painted now. We got the words up. We got signs. We got our desk. Um, you know what I mean? So it, it's fun because when they come in, they're like, oh, you got the mirrors. Yes. Oh, you got the... So they get to actually watch us and just watch, go through the process. Just to watch, like, you know, new people come in and they're blown away by the studio. Right. They really love the studio because outside of teaching our classes, we rent out our studio. Mm, that's like, smart. To other people. Right. They love this studio. They love it, and, and the, so and that and that and that's important to us, because I felt like we had a responsibility. You know, you you guys gave us twenty one thousand dollars. Right. No, this is going to be the best studio in Atlanta. Yes. You know, so because people trusted you. Yes. You know what I mean? yes. So let me ask this: What is the what is your like 10, 20 year plan? Like what you know? What's your big bold dream for Double Dutch Robots? What can you see it becoming? Well, so uh, there, there are a couple of things, right? We definitely want other studios in other cities. So we already have the cities in mind that we that we want. Yeah. You know, Double Dutch Road Weeks, like, you know, Chicago and D.C. And then also to to grow out, like to, to, to certify more people across the country. So that Double Dutch Road is, is, is accessible mm-hmm. in every state. So it's not just you don't have to travel to get to us. Right. Or to get to a double Dutch aerobics class, okay. it's like as available as spin classes. Mm, okay. Or, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So just really quick, like as far as like certification too, I just wanted mm-hmm. to add that double Dutch aerobics is <clears throat> a formatted class. Right. So it's kind of like uh, uh, Bikram yoga with the twenty six postures. Twenty six right. postures. Okay. So there's like eleven steps to our program. Yes. That we do. 
every single day, every single class. And so that's what we teach in our certification. And so basically, like Michelle said, if you're in DC, the class is going to be exactly like the class in New York or Atlanta or Detroit. You know, some of the places where we want Double Dutch Aerobics to be. And so that's that's the goal to to certify more people. And it's funny, um, you know, this whole subject was like, how did we survive during our pandemic? And we're still recovering from the pandemic, right? Right. right. So we're the, but it feels like the other side is is we're go, we're on the, you know, we're getting over the hump. Yes. You know what I mean? And now it's like when I think about when I was thinking, oh my God, this is over. I think the thing that got us through is that we kept hope and that we kept moving. So now on the other side, I feel like we're going to be even bigger than we were because we have a, a space now right. that gives us access to do more than we were doing in the beginning of, of um, 2020. And it'd be so quite- it's like that was our biggest year, but right. now through the sadness and through all the, you know, right. the knockout that happened, we're going to be bigger on the other side of it what, because what, we kept pushing through. And then also just simply getting through a pandemic, being a fitness brand mm. makes you a whole lot stronger. Right. So everything else seems like a breeze. I mean, you got through a pandemic uh, and then, you know, at the top of the year, Michelle gets a commercial. Right. Oh, I did the abundance meditation again. So two oh, times. He gets mad at me because I'll be like, babe, I told you to meditation we bring a magic, right? Where, where can we find this meditation? It's like the no, Sierra, no, the no, Sierra no, prayer. You know, people are like, what's the Sierra prayer to get you a Russell? What is this meditation? Let me tell you, it's Deepak Chopra's abundance meditation. Okay. Let me tell you, pal. The first time we did it, we got a random call. First, Sean said, no, we're supposed to do a favor for, we're supposed to do a favor for somebody. Well, um, my mother, he was like, Michelle, I don't know if we could film it yet, right. right? We're supposed to film some audition video. We was like, okay, we'll film it. We filmed it. We didn't know what it was for. We had no idea what it was for. We had no idea. Then they're like, you're chosen. Wait, chosen for what? (laughs) What do you mean? Chosen for what? They just liked our energy on camera. They just liked our energy on camera. (laughs) We didn't know know what it was for. Then they were like, we got to fly you to New York. I said, I'm not bringing these two kids to New York. I'm tired. No, we're not going to New York. So then they said, okay, well, we'll come to you. Well, okay. What? (laughs) And you still don't know who's coming? And we still didn't know who was coming. Yeah, we still didn't know. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait, What was the question? I'm sorry. No, no, no. We didn't know who was coming. So when you said we're not going to New York, you, they still didn't tell you who was coming. No. Like what it was for. Okay. Wow. We, we, okay. We still, we still didn't know. Because it, we have to, we have a, we have a four, well, he was three at the time. A three-year-old and a, it, a two-year-old. And it's usually like that with production. If you, if, when you, when you're auditioning for like television shows and movies, you never really know like the real title of the movie. Yeah. Because they probably don't even have it yet. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that, that's what was happening. That's what was happening. We didn't know what we were auditioning for. What we were auditioning for. And so they said, we'll come to you. So then we said, okay, well, we got a deal. <laughs> yes, and then we didn't find out who it was to what, a couple of days before the shoot. Uh-huh. Um, and so what happened was called, it was called Mealtime Conversations. Uh, Bill Gates was interviewing families to see how they were, uh, over mealtime. So we ended up having a meal with my, um, parents. Um, they filmed it in their house, and then right. they just told our story of the pandemic, and um, they paid us, which helped. Yeah, that, <laughs> right? that helped a lot. Yeah. And it was so random. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. So it and was with Bill. You had like virtual dinner with Bill Gates. No. 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 no, no we didn't. We filmed. They filmed, and it was for their um, 
their foundation. Okay. Like it was, they did, it was really interesting. So they did families, they did families around the world. Okay. Right? So we represented the United States. We represented the wow. United States. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so they had, they, yeah, they had people, you know, from families from other countries and everybody told their story, yeah. um, you know, from the pandemic, from the pit. The pandemic. Yes. Wow. Is this your meal the Walker and Clark families? Yes. Yes. Cute. Yes. Okay. You know I'm I'm here on the Googles, just yes. in the background. Yes. Getting all my yes. links ready. Yes. Well, just to round out the conversation, I wanted to just from my, you know, listening to y'all's story, it's so inspirational and I think so universal. You know, not everybody owns a double dutch studio. It sounds like y'all are the only ones, but everybody, you know, if you're still standing today, you had to make it through the pandemic in yeah. some way or fashion. Yeah. And the one thing that I've been like hearing in y'all's story is how many different streams of income y'all yes. have y'all have managed to squeeze out of this business, which I think is so smart and probably a huge reason why you've been able to survive. You know, I'm counting yeah. like I don't know how many, at least 5 it seems like you got the ropes that you're selling, the classes mm -hmm. themselves, outdoor classes, teaching yeah. certifications. Um, it sounds like you're still on your grind when it comes to the entertainment opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's, the, I mean, can you talk about, you know, beyond that diversification, just that you, what, what reflecting besides the abundance meditation on, <laughs> <laughs> on what made y'all such a resilient business in the face of such a huge challenge? Well, I think, um, I think it was, it was even before the pandemic, we knew the potential of the business. I think that's what made us so excited in the beginning because we were like oh we could do this we could oh we could teach after school programs right. and you know summer camps oh man we could do team building events we could do corporate events like we we just kept going and going yeah. and the, it, there were so many possibilities and then even during class like after class people will come to us with ideas right they're like you know what you guys should that happens all, all the, the time, time. And when you talk about like stream of revenue, right? It's like this the the it's a good problem, but there's so many different avenues we can take with double dutch aerobics. And we, we but, even started two things we also did um this year. Um we, we got pregnant. I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but we got pregnant. Baby number three? Yeah, <laughs> yes, baby, baby number three wow. twenty eight days. Oh my goodness. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So Thank you. We actually got um, a commercial, the Apple commercial. I yeah. saw that. That was another source. Now, something that we do, too, is so you ever see big, long lines and people, they're not doing anything or it's just on right. their phones. Right. So Slutty Vegan was having a, a what was it? A, it wasn't a grand opening. No. It was an event. With they were giving out free. Um, yeah, someone sponsored her, yeah. and they were giving out free burgers during the pandemic to everybody. So all you had to do was get online. The line was 8 million years long. Yeah, it was literally blocks long. And so Sean was like, let's go and turn. Mm -hmm. And so we end up turning there, meeting everybody. And it's just like we realized how much joy, even in just all those environments, mm -hmm. how much joy, because we can teach anyone in less than a minute, right. how much joy that brings everywhere. And what was cool about that is Pinky got to see us do that. Yeah. And then she um, recently referred us for the Shake, Shack. Uh, the Shake Shack event. And it was a success um, there, meaning sometimes we see things like at grand openings that mm -hmm. what, wherever people are just, I guess, standing. <laughs> just gathered. Uh, <laughs> double Dutch aerobics is also good to have because it allows people to 
A, communicate while they're standing. So people are, they start talking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we start, it's just, yeah. So, another, yeah. yeah, I mean, and so, yeah, just, just going back to it, basically, we, we knew before the potential this yes. business had. Yes. And so <clears throat> when it was time to activate it, right. you know, i.e. the pandemic, mm-hmm. we were like, all right, so now we could do this. Oh, we can't, we can't teach outside. I mean, we can't teach at an event, but we could sell ropes. Yes. Because people at home, you know, we could sell, I mean, the ropes were flying off the shelves. Yes. You know, so it was like, all right, let me learn the stock market. Like, we just, we just, I don't know, I, we just knew what we can do. And we just, like I said, we just activated it. And that's what, you know, that's what we did. And then also something that Sean and I do, we're constantly looking for um, inspiration. Like, even Tiffany, I always watch your lives and you're, you're, you're so inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, your story you. or just how even, like, I was just telling my mother how you said you had to go back home um, and you were in your middle middle school room and you were like, Mm-mm, this is not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I had more money when I was uh, in middle school. Yes, but, I did. <laughs> yes, you have, meaning, right. even in a downtime, it's just like what I realized with people who are successful is it's not the environment or it's not what happens to them, it's who they are, right? right? So even through going through that, you found your way out of it Right. Into major success. And if you hear, we constantly watch people's success stories. Yes. Because the one thing that's always true is that they're successful. Right. So they may have a time of of being down, but it's like that can't define you. You have to still. It's like a winner always wins. I can't. I don't know. No, no, you said it. So it's 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 the person. It's like if you took all of Bill Gates money today he would make a billion dollars again next month Yes, because he just, he can do it. Same thing with Tiff. You know, if, 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 if we, if we took all of your money today, right. 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 Tiff. Now (laughs) don't make, don't make her sweat today. You, you you now have the tools to to get it right back. It's you. It's, it's yeah. We, Michelle and I, we talk about that. We talk about this all the time, actually. Right. It's you. It's the person. And it's It's the mentality. Right. So that's why I was big. My biggest thing is it's not only the meditation, but it's making sure that while bad things happen, I still have to be up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Because you, yeah. you can't you can't control the events that happen in your life. Right. You can control your reaction you can to it. control the way you deal with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, that's that's the biggest part of it. That's that's what you're saying. It's right? being resourceful so that yeah. if we can. The reason why we can make double Dutch aerobics successful is because. Our goal is to become resourceful. Mm. Yes. You know what I mean? The reason the reason you can make budgeting so, you know what I mean, the budgetista is because you are a resourceful person. Mm-hmm. And so once you are resourceful, you can turn almost anything you love into success. You understand? Yeah. yeah we're all capable of being. Yeah. yeah. I always think that like um like the weekend before last I told my sister, come drive with me through some of these fancy neighborhoods where every house is a million dollars plus. Right. I said, because within five years, I'll be in one of these. I mean, like, I could be in one now, but I don't want a mortgage. I'm talking about in it, like, here's the money. Boom. Yeah. Right. It's nothing, <laughs> you know? And so, um, because one of the things I learned, and this is just for anyone listening, is that it's like, it's this, this thing that almost every like African parent tells their kid when you bring home a B and you tell them that somebody else in class got an A. He said, ah, so does she have two heads? 
<laughs> Meaning like if AIDS were being given, why don't you have one? The only explanation that you could have for not getting an A when someone else is able to get an A is that person must have two heads, therefore two brains. Therefore, okay, she got you on that. But right. so I drive, I drive through those neighborhoods because I am resetting my expectation of like, yo, there's not one house here, two house. There's like 50 houses in just this one neighborhood and then another 50, another neighborhood, another 50, meaning, yo, there are people who make enough to make this life happen. Why yes. not you? What's yes. so special about them? What is yes. so special? And nothing. This is nothing. nothing. <laughs> exactly. And it's not a little bit of people. We're talking about just this one neighborhood here, and then you go another town over, and then another town, and another state, and another. Mm-hmm. There are so many people that are successful. Why not you? Do they have two heads? No. Yeah. No. They that. they figured it out. Now you gotta do that to your children. They be like, yeah. no. they're like Sean Junior's gonna be like, I got a B, a B. <laughs> Anybody get an A? Do they do they have two heads? For it's a very African thing to say. But I say that to it. say that basically that. You are human, therefore, what is accessible to, to one human is there is great potential for it to also be accessible to you. And we all understand that there are limitations and racism and and and, right. and sexism, and we know that. But, yes. you know, we also know that people find a way. Yes. And if one person has found a way, that is that is cause for um for um, celebration because that means the way has been found. Yes. You know, you too can have access to that. So once you start yep. to understand that, then there's nothing. I mean, we're not talking about you going to the moon for the first time. Those people had to figure it out from scratch. Right. You know, we're not talking about that. Like when people say, oh, I don't know how to invest. I'm like, you know, people done figured it out and wrote books and do YouTube right. videos about it. Right. YouTube, you know, life right now. Yes. Like, you know, you know, people have successful businesses. You know, people have podcasts that work and, you know, mm-hmm. so there are folks that have figured it out. And so I'm so glad that you came on today because it's I think it's important for our audience to hear that there are so many ways to express um, success in business. I mean. I'm sure people thought a, a business based upon double dutch. How's that going to work? And now you're over here oh, slaying yeah. it. It, right. it can work, you know, like a business based upon budgeting. What? And now here we are. And so right. like, I hope those of you who are, you know, BA fam that's listening, you get to see that it is possible to grow a business from just about any idea. It's yes. possible yes. to do so while still having this amazing family. You hear the joy they have speaking with each other and, and connecting and staying connected. It is possible to do so with children. Because how old is your oldest baby? Four? Five? Four. 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 Child cheese. You know, like, because I know people are like, well, I got a baby. Okay. You know, it is possible to do those. Things. I'm not going to say it's easy because I know it's not easy. No. You know, no, we're talking no, no, about no. possible. We cups of coffee is that. No. <laughs> I'm talking about possible, but not easy. But yeah, so we just want to thank you for like, you know, illustrating like even the hard, like you you still hear the joy in you guys' voice. I love that. That like, you know, these lessons taught you some valuable lessons that you learned to be resourceful, just like as as you said, Michelle. And you learned that like to pivot. I think that was a huge lesson learned Mm -hmm. here. And you learned also that if you really believe in your idea, you'll find a way. And it doesn't mean, mean that you might not take a step back. And also, too, you learn to ask for help. Yeah. And so all those things combine, you know, and, and consistency and not giving up, you know, result in where you are now. And, and now that we're coming out on the other side, it's only bigger, bigger and better for y'all. So I'm excited yeah. for y'all. 
And that consistency, I just want to say one thing, just as a reminder, is there, when we first started, we had empty classes. And Sean mm. would look at me and be like, because I'd be like, maybe it's not going to work. And I would be <laughs> like, isn't this amazing? Isn't this an amazing idea? This is going to work. Because the thing is, I realized that it's not because we didn't have a good idea. It's just we're not promoting it. Right. Mm. So we just have to fix it. I always call, I call that it. illustrating your Oprah. Yeah. When, <laughs> for real. When I used to like... It, look at me and go, well, is it a good idea? Yes. I would be sad. No, I was like, no, no, this is a good idea. If someone doesn't want to pay me, I have not illustrated my Oprah. Meaning, yes. right. if Oprah, if we got a call right now and Oprah said, I will do a one-on-one with y'all, but I need $10,000. You have 10, 10 hours to come up with it. We will come up with that money so fast. What? Because what? we're like, child, cheese. It's Oprah. Because <laughs> Oprah's value is so clear right, right. that we will find the funds and so right. if someone's not willing to pay me just yet i have not illustrated my value yes. so indefinitely that they will find the funds because now i've illustrated my opal so when i tell somebody oh no 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 my keynote is forty thousand, they find the funds right. you know and so i think that too because it's very easy to say well my idea is not good or it's not the right market or time yeah. no it's not true it's likely yeah. you just have not illustrated your opal and that's okay Yes, it is. Yes, it out. that's right. Yes, you, you know it exactly. You just gotta figure it out. How do how do you make it that your value is so clear that people yeah. will find right. the funds just to have you in the room? Because it, it, it took it took it took them a, a, a little while to respect us. Oh, in the mm -hmm. yes. oh my! I got they, cursed out. They cursed for charging me. people for double dutch. This man cursed me out. He wanted us to come out to his event for he, free. Oh, he cursed me out. I'm, I'm, what is that? I'm taking advantage of yeah. I said, sir, you can have ropes there. Yes. I didn't say you couldn't have ropes. <laughs> if you want me to physically show up and show my expertise, if you want me and right. my husband right. to show up for a specific time and date and to literally do what we do, you have to pay us. I didn't exclude you from double dust. <laughs> Get a rope and turn. Right. And but was... you want us there because you saw what we yes. do. And I and I was Michelle was a little bothered by him. I was crying after I got off the and, phone. But 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 I was upset that she was upset. Yeah. I was thinking, why why are you letting this stranger get you so upset? We know we know our worth, right. our worth. We know our value, and that's it. It's like you it, pay it, Kevin Hart to come and tell jokes, but right. your cousin can tell jokes at the party. You're not stopping jokes. <laughs> if but, you want Kevin Hart to come and tell right. you jokes. You got to pay. But the thing is, though, like, I like I get it. I get why. Because, you know, Double Dutch has been free for 100 years. Right. You know, people, you know, stopped the telephone truck, got the wires. Yes. You know, and jumped outside to the, to the street lights came on. Yeah. I get it. But. I'm a when, world champion. Yeah, and he's a master instructor. But the thing is, when Michelle and I come to your event, if there's a million people at your event, a million people will be jumping, mm -hmm. which is different. You know, so it's like we because we can teach anybody how to jump. Right. So that's the thing. So, like, if, it, you know, if you want our expertise, then you have to pay us. But it's it was really simple for me. I couldn't even understand why she was so upset. Yeah, because it's hard because, you know, you feel you don't want to you feel like, wow, am I 
what does that say about me? We, you know, we tend to internalize right. yeah. when people, but it's so, not. It just means I'm okay now because I, you know, it took me a while too because Michelle, I would have right. cried like, oh my goodness, is, am I? Right. Because I mean, if they could Google budgeting, I said, well, then why don't they? Like even now, what? Right. It took me a while, girl. It's like year twelve for me. <laughs> I not bothered. I'm sorry when someone hits me back and says that's too expensive. I'm like, oh okay, okay for you because right. I just got paid that last week. But okay, and that's okay. Right. And here's the thing, I give a lot away for free. You can I do right. lives, I have social posts, we've got emails, we've got you can you can partake in all the free because I do believe in, you know, providing service to my community. But no, if you're wanting, you know, a specific service that I charge for, that's what it costs. And if you don't have the budget, that's okay. It and just means okay. you it's have to find somebody okay. that fits within that budget. Cause it's so funny when, you know, when you first start. Nobody wants to, you know, like nobody wants to take you on. The moment you blow up, now you wanna, you wanna yes. pay me the first starting budget. Like you, you call me for a reason, right? Right. You know, you you hit me up because you saw the New York Times bestseller. Did you yes. think that was gonna? Yes. Did you think that was gonna talk come to for nothing? Talk so yeah, but we can talk <laughs> for everybody. Man, Mandy, any any final things you want to share with our guests? Just thank you. Yeah. Thirty minutes ago, I bought the ropes. From oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. And I, I'm going to go. I didn't even not. I didn't even know Double Dutch was a, a thing you could become a world champion in. It. So yeah. it's a sport. I it love it. It is a sport. Yes. Yeah. So thank y'all. Thank you. Yes. Thank you well, so thank much you for sharing your story and sharing your energy and your, your truth. Cause y'all were honest about the ups and downs and we appreciate that. I think our, uh, I hope our audience loves this conversation as much as, as much as I did. I thank think you. so. Oh, thank you. People thank you. find y'all where now? Yes. Where's the best place to find everything people need to know um, about Double Dutch? You can find us uh, <laughs> on Instagram, Double Dutch Aerobics, uh, uh -huh. Facebook, Double Dutch Aerobics. If you forget everything, you can Google Double Dutch Aerobics um, and find us everywhere, right? Got that yeah. SEO game on point. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank y'all so, so much. We can't wait to hear more from Double Dutch Aerobics. Thank y'all, Sean and Michelle, for joining us. Thank, thank you, you for guys. having us. We really appreciate it. No, thank that you. That was amazing. I feel so warm and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs>Happy holidays, BA fam. Thank you for joining us as we looked back at some of our favorite Brown Ambition conversations from the past year. Check back in with us soon as we take on a brand new year and bring you everything you need to know so you can take control of your financial and professional future on your own terms. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.